Welcome to the show today, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. We have a show favorite coming back on the show, Carrie Prejean Bowler, okay, formerly Miss California, that the liberal establishment and the Hollywood entertainment industrial complex didn't know what to do with when she wouldn't bow the knee to the rainbow religion. And she has continued to stand today and she has an awesome book called still standing about her testimony and her biography i'm telling her she needs to write still standing 2.0 because she is one of those um let's see what what are what's the conservative movement calling these moms the mama bears um going around causing destruction within the liberal establishment ideologically ideologically y'all okay we're not condoning political violence right now um to stand up against the rainbow cult religion the transgender religion the killing of babies all of the evil that is being normalized so quickly, and this is what we talk about all the time on the show, is this, it takes normal people who don't have these like multi-million dollar nonprofits or New York Times best-selling books or, you know, Daily Wire podcasters, just like normal moms and dads who have had enough who will push back. We are the chief culprit in America for this evil, for staying silent. And, and, and Carrie, through her voice, through her activism, is waking up moms and dads to realize where this evil comes comes from and to push back against it. And she has a story that we're gonna, she's gonna share with you guys today about literally being a nuisance to some of the most evil people behind the sexualization of our children in California, the people who really, I think, probably want to diddle the kids, who want to normalize the sexualization of children. It's time to stand up. Carrie's story and her voice is going to fire you up. Buckle up. You're in for a treat. I'm Seth Gruber, and this is Unaborted. (laughs) Carrie, welcome back to the show. Thanks so much, Seth. Thanks for the introduction. <laughs> yep. Um, so let's 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 get spicy. Um, let, let's uh, let's get people salty again. Um, you you Amen. have been speaking out. I mean, you've been on uh, yeah, the Megyn Kelly show. You've been uh, making your rounds, actually. Um, but you shared a story um, earlier this year on the show, and I just want you to remind people about kind of like what got you really, I guess, like even more so awakened and engaged with some of the transgender religion bathroom craziness. Like what was it? Cause everyone has kind of their story in the last mm-hmm. three years, right? Since like 2020 of like kind of a turning point where they went from like, yeah, I care about everything to like, <laughs> to like everything on the field, right? No holds bar, pull no punches, uh, remind mm-hmm. people, what was that for you that really started opening your eyes to how wicked um, this agenda was and how quickly it was becoming normalized in the culture? Yeah. Oh, oh my goodness. So back to 2009, I stood up for traditional marriage. I stood up against the rainbow cult. And boy, are they vicious, <laughs> Seth. I mean, you know this. And uh, from there, I got married, had children. Um, I have a son and a daughter, 12 and 10. Um, you know, life went on for me and I put them in public school in the beginning. And then I slowly started to see this, um, you know, the first thing was when my kids were doing yoga and PE, I know this sounds crazy, but the kids would literally, instead of doing physical activity, they would do yoga, like Hindu yoga. 
<laughs> if you can, if you can honestly. So from there, of course, I went into the office, told them, you know, I'm a Christian. You wouldn't like it if I was doing a Bible study. So why are you having my kids pray to the sun God, you know, the Hindu sun God and do all these. I know it sounds insane. Um, and of course my children. So I went in, I said, my children will be not, will not be doing that. So guess what they made my kids do, Seth? Run laps. They punished my kids. They made them run laps and said, you're not running fast enough. So honestly, from wow. there, I knew that this was just an agenda by, by the devil trying yep. to take over our kids. And it started with something mm. so small as yoga and PE, Seth, to be quite honest with wow. you. And then wow. from there, it got into um, just recently, I don't know if you remember, Rebecca Phillips, a little 17-year-old, was at the YMCA. She was in the locker room changing, minding her own business. And there was a man in there with his penis exposed. And guess what the YMCA did? Defended the man. Yep. And she had to hide in the shower. And that was it for me, Seth. That's when I Sick. knew that this could have been my daughter. This could have yep. been your daughter. This could have been That's any right. of our daughters. And no little girl should be hiding in a locker room in the shower naked while some dude is in there with his penis out and just because he calls himself a woman, I'm sorry, he's not a woman, yep. never will yep. be a woman. And from yep. there, Seth, I just had to, I had to do something about it. You know, yep. a little mom in San Diego, California, I knew that I couldn't sit back any longer. And that was it for That's me. That's right. Well, um, but, but Carrie, you know, um, you know, I mean, obviously you're a bigot because <laughs> don't you know that, um, that, uh, you know, that, Obviously, gender is different than sex, right? Gender identity has no relationship to to sex, you know, which is this biological thing um, that maybe you were uh, assigned at birth. Y your gender expression is a metaphysical identity, Carrie. Don't you know this? Mm -hmm. uh, and so, who I am is not my body. Uh, and, and so that you know that little seventeen-year-old girl, she's just narrow-minded. Mm -hmm. Um, you yeah. know, she, she needs to expand her metaphysical horizons to recognize right. what John Money recognized. Can you, can you tell us, Carrie, where this comes from? You've been studying a lot of this and you've been actually kind of explaining and exposing it to American moms and dads on big shows and showing up at, uh, at rallies and at school board meetings. Um, I've talked about this a little bit, but you've been really studying this in depth. Um, where does this ideology come from? What's the history, I guess, of of transgenderism and gender identity? Yeah, that's a really good question. I knew that I had to get to the root of it. I said, where did this demonic cult come from? And there's three men. There's Alfred Kinsey, John Money, and Hugh Hefner. Yep. Those are the, the mm. those are the three unholy trinity of this demonic, satanic cult that is wreaking havoc in our nation and if you if your kids are in public school that's where their sex ed is coming from so that's you you've talked about this a lot on your show yeah. but alfred kinsey started it he was an, a, a demon he he molested children he um there's a table 34 where i mean i'm sorry this is super graphic so if there's children listening please uh turn yeah. it off um, yeah. but he, yeah, uh, just fair warning. And I hate to even have to say this, but this is what, this is where it begins. Um, yep. he would time out the orgasms of babies. Let's just stop right there. And, and he said that the children liked it. 
that children are sexual from birth. That yep. was the lie that started this whole thing. So Seth, if children are sexual from birth, then we need to cut off their penises. We need to cut off their breasts. We need to give them a fake vagina, right? That was the lie from the pit of hell that he started. Then it went into Dr. John Money, another demon. I don't know if many of you remember the, the, the Reamer brothers, the Reamer twins. What happened to them? The one had a botched circumcision. Therefore, yeah. John Money, their parents went to John Money and said, hey, what do we do? And he said, oh, I have an idea. He said, let's cut off his penis and have him live as a, as a woman. Let's have him Brenda. be Brenda. Yeah. <laughs> Bingo. And what happened from there was a nightmare for that little boy. He knew. He knew that God did not create him a woman. And no matter yeah. what surgery, no matter what demon doctor told him that he was a woman, he did not feel like a woman. And he knew he wasn't a woman. And he wow. actually ended up ending his own life, unfortunately. Um, yeah. People that are listening, go Google the, the Reamer brothers. And it is yeah. so sad, the lie that has been told that, that this worked. <clears throat> And that, you know, cutting off a boy's penis and having him live as a woman is the right thing for him. No, it yep. wasn't. He ended up killing himself because of it. And so, yep. and then it goes into Hugh Hefner and uh, Margaret Sanger and Sikis and all the things that, you know, you talk about. I don't need to go down that rabbit hole, but it is demonic. It is from the pit of hell and you are That's witnessing right. it firsthand in your kid's school right now. They want yep. to make your boys girls and your girls boys. They want to deconstruct humanity. And it's a demonic agenda. And people, you better start waking up and fighting back yep. against this. Yep. Well, I mean, Carrie, just a few months ago, California Democrats were pushing a bill that would allow the state to take your kid um, mm -hmm. or to remove parental rights, essentially, if you disagreed with your child's gender identity and didn't support chemical or surgical intervention, but the other spouse did, and then a mental health expert deemed that you were harming your child's mental health by not supporting chemical or surgical intervention and refusing to use your own child minor's pronouns. Interestingly, uh, Newsom vetoed the bill, which was mm -hmm. super interesting, but it made it all the way through the California Senate. Yeah. Um, I mean, th like they're proposing these ideas like this is not just like Carrie's no. not just like trying to rile you up into a frenzy uh, and sensationalize things that are happening. So you'll go follow her on social media like this is happening yeah. at the highest levels of California state government. And Jay Inslee in Washington actually signed that bill. It was a similar bill. He actually signed it into law. The, the, the thing that Newsom essentially vetoed, a very similar bill, was signed into law by Governor Jay Inslee of the, of the state of Washington, that the state mm -hmm. could essentially take your kid if, if you're harming their mental health by not affirming their gender delusions. Um, I, I wanted to yeah. bolster the point you just made, Carrie. Um, mm -hmm. So there was this film done on Kinsey years ago called Kinsey. Um, and Liam Neeson plays Kinsey, which is so disappointing. And I think Judith Reisman actually reached out to Liam Neeson at the time and asked him not to portray Kinsey, but he did. So Liam Neeson, who's famously portrayed Oscar Schindler, the hero that rescued over a thousand Jews in the Third Reich, also portrays probably the most wicked man. He's portrayed probably one of the greatest heroes of the 20th century and one of the most demonic men of the 20th century. So, but the the woman who played Kinsey's... Um, 
wife in the film. Her, her name is Laura Linney, the actress Laura Linney. And I wanted to read this to you, Carrie. Here's what the actress who played Mrs. Kinsey in the film said. She said, any sort of sexual education that anybody has had in the past 50 years came right from the Kinsey Institute. When mm-hmm. Kinsey published that information, he changed our culture completely, end quote. She's saying it as like praise, like this is a good thing. But she knows what not enough conservatives know today, that when you mm-hmm. talk about the sexualization of our children and the pornographic curriculum in the, in the classroom, all roads lead back to Kinsey. <laughs> yep. Yeah, you're exactly right. They do. He was an abuser. He was a monster. And and the Kinsey Institute in Indiana is hailing him a hero. He right. is a disgrace to humanity. He is literally demonic. And people hail him a hero to the sexual revolution. I mean, yep. people really need to start looking into this stuff. I mean, Google this man. You see these yep. these table 34 and, and you want to throw up, Seth. Let me just say, yep. when I first did my deep dive into, into Kinsey, I could barely handle it as a mother, as a mother of small children. The fact that he molested these innocent babies and timed their orgasms. What, what type of demon does that? And then we hail him a hero. I'm sorry, but America has lost its way. If we, if we hail uh, Alfred Kinsey, a hero, he is, he is not a hero. And that's what your kids are learning in public school. Wake up. Yeah. Yeah. All of all of the comprehensive sexuality education comes from mm-hmm. Kinsey. And um, it was formalized by Secus. They're the mm-hmm. first group to start putting together all the kooky pornographic sex ed. Um, Hugh Hefner provided the seed money <clears throat> to yeah. launch Secus. Uh, Hefner called himself Kinsey's prophet and Kinsey's pamphleteer. Mm-hmm. And the first board member of Secus was named Wardell Pomeroy. Um, who was Kinsey's one of yes, Kinsey's many homo- right. homosexual lovers? Yeah, yes. Um, Wardell Pomeroy, um, and here's the con- one of one of the many connecting bridges between the trans stuff and mm-hmm. the and the the Sika style sex head. Um, Carrie uh, Wardell Pomeroy was also one of John Money's chief investigators into his transsexualism studies between 1964 and 1970. So mm-hmm. he's palling around with John Money. He's sleeping with Kinsey having orgies hosted at the Kinsey Institute at Indiana University, and he's the board member of the first group that puts together p- puts together comprehensive sexuality education. Now, you don't just, like, talk about this stuff, Carrie, which is why I, like, I love your voice. It's like you <laughs> actually sometimes confront people. Now, I think we need more of this when you talk about these kind of disgusting men. So yeah. I want you to tell the, this story about this guy in California. His name is Scott Weiner. Um <laughs> Alexander I know. Pope I know. once it's said, like "You can't even make um, this up." So. <laughs> all nature is but art unknown to thee. All mm. chance, direction which thou canst not see. Uh, yeah, this seems like uh, this seems like uh, art. That there's an artist behind this. Like it's. I think it's like providential that God allowed this guy's name to be Wiener. I'm just gonna say that. Yeah. But he's probably behind all of the weird, like diddle the kids, sexualize children, destroy parental yes. rights legislation in the state of California. Tell he us is. about Scott Wiener. Tell us about this guy, uh, and then tell us about like why we need to know this in California, like who this guy is, what he's behind, and your experience. I'm um, actually exposing him and confronting him in public. 
Yeah, I mean, that's another one to Google. Google him. Um, sorry, you'll probably end up throwing up. He is disgusting. He has no children and he is passing these horrendous bills that are targeting your kids and making bills that hurt your children, but he doesn't even have children of his own. He's a horrible senator here in California. And me and my two girlfriends, one day we were sitting having lunch and all of a sudden we look over and we see Scott Weiner, and we said, we have to join him. So we sat down <laughs> and uh, sat right next to him and he was there for a big democratic fundraiser. Um, and we just sat and listened for a little bit. And then we dove right in and he started to get up and we said, Hey, Scott Wiener, you are a force to be reckoned with. And he was all, you know, acting all, Oh, you like me. And then we just went in for the kill Seth. And it was awesome. We documented the whole thing, Britt and I, and followed him all the way back to his room. He's a coward. He's an absolute coward. He wouldn't talk to us. He wouldn't answer the tough questions. And all simply we were saying is that, where do you get your information from? Why are you pushing these bills that are harmful to children? Do you know about mm. the Kinsey Institute? Do you know about the pedophilia that this um, demonic cult was originated in? And he had mm. nothing to say because he's a coward. And so he yep. ended up back in his room and you guys should take a look at it. It's on my Instagram page. Um, <laughs> he had nothing to say because what do you say wow. to that, Seth? And yep. he has actually had the audacity to tell the hostess at the front desk, oh, these girls are, you know, they're attacking me. <laughs> what a freaking coward. What a yep, weak yep. little wiener. What a weak yeah. <laughs> little wiener he is. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. then his little boyfriend and was behind him like, oh. Oh, poor Scott, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And this guy, if now I, I believe, Carrie, he was behind well, a lot of bills, yes. but um, SB 990, um, which allowed men to be placed into women's prisons. Yep. If they said that they were women, because gender identity is different than your physical body. Um, yep. And then Why? guess what started happening after SB 990, Carrie? Guess what started happening? Some women started getting pregnant. In yep. California, female-only prisons. Okay, well, that's yep. interesting. And then I remember shortly after that happened, because I covered it on my podcast at the time. This is bonkers, Gary. Um, mm -hmm. California Democrats then passed a bill signed into law by Newsom that um, allowed tax-funded abortions mm -hmm. for women in all female prisons in case they get pregnant. While they're in their all-female yep. prison. So um, how are they getting pregnant, by the way? Well, probably rape. Yeah, yeah, probably being raped by men who have not chopped off their penis yet. They just really wanted to be around women, and so they claimed that they were Sally instead of Tom. So California Democrats initially through Wiener allowed men to go into women's prisons and then said, oops, shoot. Now we need to give them tax-funded abortions in case they were raped because we endangered their lives in the first place by putting a rapacious uh, male in their prison because he said he was Sally. Uh, I mean, mm -hmm. this is some of the stuff Wiener's behind, and oh, a lot yeah. of people don't even know his name. And so thank you. Oh. <laughs> thank you. Oh, yeah. They need to know his name. They need to be following his every move, and I think investigators should be looking into his hard drives on his computers because he is a pedophile in my opinion. Um, and the fact that he has this obsession with our kids when he doesn't even have any of his own is just sick. It's just so yep. sick and demonic. And ultimately he wants to be in charge of your kids. He wants the government to come in because what do the parents know? They don't have the best interest of their kids, right? Seth. 
And so wow. he wants to be that buffer, you know, and get the parents out and then the kids can make decisions on their own. And guess what he wants? He wants castration. He wants kids from your state to come to my state and get their penises cut off. That's what he wants. That's what he's wow. pushing. And wow. that's what people need to know about him. He's an absolute monster. We'd like to thank our sponsor of the show, Every Life Diaper Company, Every Life Diaper. I'm gonna keep saying this because we need to defund a culture of death. We, we need to fund a culture of life and we need your help to do this. If you're having kids, if you have grandkids, okay? If you wanna gift diapers to a friend or a family member who's having kids, if you're at a pregnancy center and you buy diapers to provide to moms that you're loving on, don't buy them from one of the eight pro-abortion diaper companies. It's ridiculous. The baby industry, for goodness sakes, that profits more when more babies are allowed to be born. <laughs> the baby industry, by and large, rhetorically supports or financially supports the abortion industry. They're helping fund the slaughter of their clientele base. How do you make sense of that? The woke mind virus, humanism, Darwinism, progressivism. It does weird things to the brain. We, as pro-life individuals and Christians, need to fight back with our wallets. Go to everylife.com, everylife.com. Use promo code SETH10, 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 to get 10% off your first order. Buy diapers from a pro-life diaper company, because guess who is the majority of the customers of the baby industry. It's pro-life conservative Christians who are having babies way more than crazy leftists. So what if we all put our money to pro-life baby industry to defund the culture of death that's funding and profiting off of the slaughter of children? Everylife.com, promo code Seth10, Seth10. Let them know that we sent you and get 10% off your first order. Scott Wiener was also behind SB145. He called it, <clears throat> Carrie, he called it a righteous bill, <clears throat> mm -hmm. okay, and he's the author of SB 145 that would have that would change the Sex Offender Registration Act by exempting those who commit certain sexual acts with minors who are not more Carrie, just not more mm -hmm. than ten years older than the minor, mm -hmm. and who are committing their first offense, preventing them exempting them from having to register automatically as a sex offender. The bill specifically applied to cases with 14 to 17-year-olds who had sex with adults 10 years older than them or younger and would also remove a requirement for automatic registration for oral and anal acts. So let's do oh. the math here really quickly, Carrie. It's it specifically applied to cases with 14 to 17-year-olds who had sex with adults 10, uh, 10 years older than them. Okay, so if you're 14, okay, that means you could be 24. You could be 24 having sex with a 14-year-old. <clears throat> Maybe they just turned 14. Maybe they just barely turned 14. They're two years into their teenage years, and a 24-year-old is having sex with them. And Scott Wiener wants to make sure that that, that, that guy isn't treated too harshly by the law. <laughs> You know, th I mean, this is this is who this guy is. He's trying to change yeah. the laws to reduce punishments and penalties for pedophilia, yes. for statutory yes. rape cases. And as mm -hmm. you've pointed out, and as we've discussed before, Carrie, this all came from Kinsey. Kinsey's entire goal was to change the sexual landscape of America to argue that everyone was sexual from birth, and if mm -hmm. he could get enough data. To prove that all everyone was sexual from birth, well, then we have to change the laws. 
If, if, we, if we had our understanding, if our science of sexuality was so misunderstood and wrong and outdated and we mm-hmm. get this new information in about the sexuality of children, well, that means it's only just and necessary that we, what we have to start changing the laws. And this, yes. this is what happened through the American Law Institute's model penal code, which mm-hmm. all of the science cited in the American Law Institute's model penal code went back to the Kinsey Institute. And, and, yeah. and Masters and Johnson, who were his chief in, uh, sex investigators, along with Wardell Pomeroy, his gay lover, where he hosted orgies at the Kinsey mm-hmm. Institute. And what I have uncovered recently from reading Judith Reisman that most people don't know, Carrie, and I want to get your thoughts uh. on this. I'm curious if you've uncovered this because most people haven't. One of the top um, individuals that provided Kinsey with his data – because he was he was a whore for data. He needed data mm-hmm. in order to make his claims that most yes. men in America engaged in homosexual sex. Most men in America cheated on their wives. And he said a, a lot of actually American males in the 40s were having sex with animals. This is what he said. So, yeah, so he got his data, a lot of it, a lot of it, hundreds of pages worth, Carrie, from a man named Fritz von Balusek. Yes. Again, Bingo. What is it with these people's last names, Gary? <laughs> what? what? <laughs> you sack and oh and gosh. Wiener? I mean, how many yeah. times does God have to just like tell us who these men are before? Yeah. I, I, you can't make this stuff up. Anyways, no, you can't. He, he was a Nazi official mm-hmm. over a Polish town between 1942 and 1944, and it's estimated that he raped and murdered hundreds of children between 10 and 14 years old. And according to German newspapers at the time who covered his trial, um, he somehow escaped the Nuremberg trials, Carrie. Somehow mm-hmm. he escaped the Nuremberg trials. He was tried one year after Kinsey died in 57. And, it, and the German newspapers said that he would force children to choose between him or the gas chambers. Yes. Yes. So he would rape them and then he would send them into the gas chambers. He raped and sodomized his own children his own ch- biological children, Carrie, including hundreds of Polish children and Jewish children and German children between 1927 and 1957, 30 years when he was finally convicted. And it was during his criminal hearing in 1957 that that his connection with Kinsey was finally uncovered. Mm-hmm. He had been sending Kinsey his sexual diaries and data for freaking years for years. And when the FBI went to Kinsey and asked for incriminating evidence to help, to help um, go after Fritz von Balusak, um, Kinsey refused to give them the diaries, refused to give them the information that they needed. And when the judge Berger um, was reviewing Balusak's sex diaries, he proclaimed, this was covered by German newspapers. He proclaimed, quote, this is no longer human. What was all of this for? To mm-hmm. tell Kinsey about? The judge said, was this to tell Kinsey about? And he asked yeah. Balusak, and he said, yes, Kinsey asked me f- to do this and for, for, mm-hmm. for, for my data. That's where hundreds of pages of sexual abuse and rape of children comes from that Kinsey and the Kinsey Institute used to argue that we're sexual from birth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was all that? built from lies. It was all built from war crimes. And um, it's 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 so hard to even <clears throat> listen to that, Seth, because, yeah, it's, you know, know. <clears throat> as as a mother and I'm just thinking and, and I remember and you're, you're bringing up a lot because I, I did this deep dive a few months back and you're bringing up a lot because I remember thinking, 
where were these parents, you know, that, that would send their children to Kinsey's home and his, his wife would turn the other way and allow these children to be brought in and, and, and to be surrounded by all of these men that were just predators and pedophiles. And they would rape these children and abuse them. And I thought, where were their mothers? How could they allow this to happen? But he was like a God. He was his own little God. And, and it was all under the guise of, you know, research, right? Well, guess what? That Kinsey Institute, they have all the tapes. They have all the videos. They have all of the research. I'm calling on them to, to release it. Mm. How about justice for all those innocent babies who were raped and abused? They have it locked and sealed at the Kinsey Institute in Indiana. I think you and I should take a visit there, Seth. Yep. Yep. I know. Absolutely. A, a new documentary needs to be done Yes. Um, on, yes. on the Kinsey Institute. We're working on a documentary right now, kind of about the history of Sanger, Planned Parenthood, the entire sexual revolution uh, and the individuals that played a part of that. But really, Kinsey alone, who's been who's been dubbed oh, the father yeah. of the sexual mm. revolution, um, deserves it. We need to make Kinsey infamous um, mm-hmm. so everyone knows um, how this, why this culture is where it's at. Just as a point yeah. of correction, Carrie, and and I and I hate to be that guy, but just to make sure the listeners understand, most of Kinsey's sexual data came from interviewing pedophiles, rapists, um, who were serving lifetime prison sentences for raping children, and he would interview them and get all their sexual data. Um, the left will push back on you, Carrie, when you say that mm-hmm. he was raping. Um, or, or watching people abuse children or minors, and they'll say, no, he just interviewed people who did it. No. However, there, there, no. there, is, there is some evidence that suggests that he was probably watching some of this stuff um, mm-hmm. at the Institute for Sex Research at, 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 um, the, at Indiana University. But most of the data does come from interviewing Rex King, um, Rex King who yep. was a, a sexual om- omnivore. Um, mm-hmm. and, and, and in table 34, Kinsey makes it sound like this data was obtained from multiple people, but it was all Rex King, um, mm-hmm. who raped and abused and tortured hundreds of children. And then of course, a lot of Fritz von Balusak's uh, data be- become some of the science of, of sexuality that Kinsey started to normalize. However, um, I've been reading Kinsey and I did got, it himself and, though also. Yeah. And I recommend people read this book. And of course you, mm-hmm. you know, the book, um, Carrie, but you, yeah. you let me prove to you how this book is so damning because the liberal establishment has made it really difficult to get this book. It's called Kinsey crimes and consequences. I had to spend 130 bucks, 130 (laughs) bucks to to get a first edition, Carrie, to get a first edition of Judith Reisman's book. The fourth edition, the fourth edition of Kinsey crimes and consequences, I believe was published in 2003. And Mm -hmm. that was the final edition. There was no, there wasn't a fifth edition. So the fourth edition um, had more distributed printed copies than any of the other editions. And it's the most difficult to find. And it's the Mm -hmm. one that has all the stuff about Fritz von, Fritz von Balusak. And you cannot find the fourth edition. I, I, I just paid another pretty penny for a second edition. I cannot find the fourth edition. Of kids oh, no, and crimes and consequences anywhere on the internet. I have a PDF mm-hmm. online. I can find a scan, but the physical book I can't find. And so there's there's a, a there's a portion of the 
fourth edition of Kinsey Crimes and Consequences. And I encourage you guys to find the PDF of the fourth edition. I encourage you to read it. We're going to mm-hmm. read it in our Culture War book club at the White Rose Resistance. So if you guys join at $70 a month at the White Rose Resistance, you'll be in our book club and we'll read a book a month. But listen to this, Carrie. And again, this is not surprising to you. You know all of this. But James Jones, um, who was one of Kinsey's biographers, said that Mrs. Kinsey was actually involved in a lot of this and Mm -hmm. confirmed that she was filmed masturbating and engaging in various forms of sex with Alfred Kinsey's young co-authors and assistants, including Wardell Pomeroy, the founding board member of CECAS, (laughs) okay, and and John Money's chief investigator into transsexualism. There is no information as to whether Mrs. Kinsey was expected to act out sexually with the team's wives. And here's the reporting. It says this um, one of the individuals involved in this said, I saw some of the films when I took Paul Gebhardt. Paul Gebhardt took over Mm -hmm. as executive director for the Kinsey Institute when Kinsey died. I took Paul Gebhardt's class on human sexual behavior when I was a graduate student. After Reisman's charges were made that Kinsey was a pedophile, I was asked by the director of the Kinsey Institute at the time to investigate those charges and report back to her. I did see films of Kinsey masturbating. I saw films of Mrs. Kinsey masturbating. If memory serves, I saw films of of staff having sex. So like all this weird, weird orgy hosting kind of demonic stuff is happening literally at the Institute for Sex Research at Indiana University, which which the state of Indiana just defunded. However, the university had just erected a brand new statue (laughs) to Alfred Kinsey one year ago. Yeah, you can't even make this up. And then not to mention John Money with the Reamer brothers. Let's not forget what he did. So he would tell little Bruce, oh, hey, Bruce, come into my office and I want you to spread your legs. And then I want your brother, Brian, to get on top of you. And this is how it's going to be for you as a woman. This is how it's going to feel. You're going to like it, right? And he would touch them and do inappropriate things to them. All while the the twins' parents... (sighs) were were out of the office. I mean, he was he was abusing these boys and brainwashing poor little Bruce into thinking, you're gonna really like being a woman. Just spread oh your legs gosh. and take it. I mean, this is demonic. Oh and this yep. is where we get the idea that that gender identity and sex are two separate things. No, they are not. Yep. And why did we go on, Seth, into thinking that this was a success story? Remember, this was the lie that was told that this was a success story. Therefore, cutting off your penis, if you think you're a woman, is okay, you're gonna have a great life. Things are gonna be good for you. No, the truth is, you're not gonna have a good life. And uh, Bruce is the perfect example of that. He ended up taking his own life because he knew that that is not the way God made him. Yep. So that that is a lie from the pit of hell and it all started with Dr. Money. Into, into yep, he shot, he that, shot oh, himself he in the head. Yep, he yeah, did. In 2004, he shot himself in the head. Two years after his brother committed suicide, yeah. suicide via overdose. Yeah. Um, so so when they tell you that if you don't <clears throat> trans your kids, you don't support their chemical or surgical uh, intervention, you don't use their pronouns, they say that they will kill themselves. They say n- not affirming transgender identity will lead to the suicide of transgender youth. When in reality, the first transgender experiment to prove mm-hmm. that gender identity was distinct from sex resulted in a suicide of a young man killing himself because he was experimented on with gender delusion. It's it's unbelievable. Um, You're exactly right. 
these are the architects of our culture of death, Carrie. Um, and do you know how Alfred Kinsey died? Yeah, I remember he died of like some disease. Oh, what was it? Was it? I know he didn't die of AIDS, but it was something. Yep. He died of an yep. illness. What was it? Yep. Yep. He died of orchitis. Right. Which which happened from masturbating too much, from excessive oh, yeah, masturbation. So talk about poetic uh, justice, okay? The, the talk about poetic justice. Kinsey died from indulging his sexual appetite way too much. Yeah. Um, I that, actually that reached out to his, the... his granddaughter. I don't know if you know this, but his wow. granddaughter is a doctor, and I called no, her doctor's office one day. Yeah, she's a doctor. Look her what? up. What? And I would Tell love us. to get a hold of her. Yeah, I would love to get a hold of her and hear what she wow. has to say about Alfred Kinsey because yeah yeah pretty sick stuff and everybody wants to you know the left wants you to think oh it's great it's going to help you you know transitioning your kids it's an awesome thing you know would you rather have a dead daughter or a live son that's That's right that's what they say yeah yeah. and Bruce is the perfect example of that yep yep and all of this all of this Carrie was spiritual warfare all of this was an attack against Christianity, was an attack against the belief that human beings are created in the image of God, and therefore families should raise their children. Families should be the primary for, for, for formation and educators of their children. Yes. Children's yeah. rights should be protected. Pedophiles should be hung in the public square or thrown Amen. in prison for life and castrated because we mm-hmm. protect families, we protect the innocent, we protect children. And, and, and let me prove it to you as we wind down. Wardell Pomeroy is recorded saying in his book published in 1972, he said, quote, Kinsey knew a great deal about the Judeo-Christian tradition, mm-hmm. and he was indignant. He was indignant about what he had perceived it had done to our culture. <laughs> All of Kinsey's attack on the family sexual mores, objective truth, Western civilization, God's plan for the family was a proxy war attack against Christianity. He was pissed off and angry that Christianity had built the kind of culture America had in the late 1930s and early 1940s that protected families, women, and children of a generation later called the greatest generation. So if he could malign and attack the greatest generation as a bunch of sexual and moral hypocrites who were sleeping with animals and men and cheating on their wives, then he could tear down that Christian civilization and replace it with his pagan religion. Mm-hmm. And that was his goal. So what's your word to moms? Moms like you. Oh, my goodness. You have a voice. You know, find your voice. I mean, it- for me, I look at my two kids and I think, what type of future am I going to leave for them, Seth? You know, I know you have little ones too. And one day when we're dead and gone, the baton will be passed. Mm. And I just pray to God that my baton is passed down to my children and they run the race well and they run it unafraid. We live in a culture that is paralyzed by fear. Yep. And they are paralyzed and, and it's, it's fear over the dumbest things. It's fear. Oh, what's Susie going to think next door? If I post this thing, no, we're, we are in an absolute war. And if your That's children right. are not worth fighting for, I don't know mm. what is. 
because wow. that's what I live for every day is passing that baton to my children and saying, now you go run that race. You stand up yeah. for what's right. You know what's good. You know what's true. You know who your creator is. You know who mm -hmm. God designed you to be. Don't believe the lies of the devil. The world is wicked, yeah. but it is our job right. as Christians to push back. The gates mm -hmm. of hell will not prevail, Seth, if good, right. decent Christians stand up, rise up against this and fight back. Amen. Amen. This is our duty. These are yes. our marching orders. We can do nothing but. This is not about protecting our sacred rights that we fear are getting endangered. Uh, it's about exercising our responsibility. It's about uh, giving a reason to our grandchildren to honor us and praise our names. It's about being able to stand before God one day and say, I did everything I could to protect your children, to save babies, to protect marriages, to defend children's rights against a demonic cult that was that was dedicated to the eradication of, of innocence, of a moral order, of Christianity. It's about giving God a reason to show America mercy. It's not even really about us. And so, Carrie, thank you for standing still. Um, mm -hmm. Thank you for being obedient and for um, for jumping on a bullhorn and trying to wake up people before it's too late. Where can people um, get your book or, or follow you? Yeah, you can get it on Amazon and then follow me on Instagram um, at Carrie Prejean Bowler. And um, join me on this fight because we need more people to to get in the fight, to get on the battlefield and fight back against this demonic um, cult that is taking over America. Amen. We're going to take it back Thank and you, we're going to Thank you, Carrie. That's Thank right. Amen. All righty. We'll see you on the battlefield. <laughs> Thank you, brother. Appreciate everything you do, Seth. Thank you. Amen. Thank you guys for tuning into the show today. Head on over to iTunes, Spotify, YouTube. Give us a rating and review. Let us know what you think. Head on over to Rumble because uh, we almost got canceled by YouTube. It'll probably happen someday. So uh, subscribe at Rumble. We really appreciate that. Give five stars on iTunes. It helps more people see the show. If you haven't done that, please just scroll down, hit five stars. It helps us. Um, if you want to begin uh, in, engage with the White Rose Resistance, where we're educating, mobilizing, and inspiring the church and Christians to be the resistance against the culture of death. Yes, support organizations. Amen. But we're building an organization to rebuild Christian resistance to put ourselves out of a job. <laughs> I don't want to be invited to speak in pulpits all around the country 10 years from now because the church will have reasserted its spiritual obligation in the public square and the pastors of America will be ablaze with righteousness and they won't need culture warriors and speakers like me because they're doing the work the church was supposed to do from the beginning. We're trying to put ourselves out of a job at the White Rose Resistance. So if you want to help us rebuild Christian resistance, go to the White Rose.life. If you join at $35 a month, you get an activism box sent in the mail and you get to join our digital resistance community with our first course, curriculum, training, mobilizing you. At $70 a month, you join our Culture War Book Club. We're going to be reading Judith Reisman. We're going to be reading Eric Metaxas. We're going to be reading other incredible books to understand how we got here so we can stand against that culture. Until next week, I'm Seth Gruber and this is Unaborted. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Uh -huh.